Hello there, welcome along Devering Football. Thank you for joining me, Tony McSherry and Bram McSherry. Yesterday in football, very big news broke out. The Super League was announced, came at a very shocking time for many football fans late on a Sunday night. A press release was just released. Announcing 12 teams were involved, 6 English clubs, 3 Spanish clubs and 3 Italian clubs. In this podcast we'll be looking at the Super League and seeing what is likely to happen with the reaction we've seen from FIFA and UEFA. There's likely to be very strong disapproval to it. Uh, Brian, first of all, then, what was your reaction when you first heard the news on Sunday night that this was going ahead? Yeah, um, essentially I was just a bit shocked. Um, obviously it's been talked about, I think, for the last like 10 years or so that they want to create the Super League, but you always just thought it was um, just one of them... Uh, tales that you wouldn't really ever see come to fruition um, in our lifetime even but um, yeah the fact that it happened so quickly like I think it came out at like half one or something and no one really was paying attention to it then just during the United match uh, it seemed to just be completely um, taken over social media and then the uh, the press release came out um, at like half eleven over here which was quite um, weird considering half eleven most people are in bed it's kind of um, more directed to the US as uh, that's why they would have released it at that time would have been morning time in the US so I think that's probably saying what they're trying to do with it then trying to get a big uh, partnership going with the US um, crowd yeah, and as we just seen, so the chairman of this here new Super League is the president of Real Madrid, Florentino Perez, who just recently was elected again as president for another four years as Real Madrid. And we recently seen him come out in a TV interview, and he did say one of the main reasons behind this here was the fact that 16 and 24 year olds are losing interest in the game. And he said to say the football is sort of dying now. <laughs> in a way, there was quite a lot he had to, had to say about it. Yeah, I think he was just saying that because everybody's just trying to get any one point to match his narrative and uh, I just don't think any of that was true. Obviously, football's probably the biggest sport in Europe and everybody loves it, um, especially young people are all still playing it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. And, yeah, it's a lot of things he came out and said that, you know, we need to make matches shorter and everything like that and nobody's got interest in football um all that's kind of a bit crazy so i'm not sure if he's the one who should really be leading it because um, nobody really agrees with anything that he came out and said i think he's just trying to just talk for talking sake just to maybe change the subject of it because uh, the amount of heat that's on them and everybody else who's in associated with it and we're starting to see now managers speaking out against it in a way i've seen jurgen klopp as he did say back in 2019, he was always opposed to a Super League. Pep Guardiola today in his press conference said the same, he was opposed. Obviously Liverpool uh, vice-captain James Milner came out and said again he was opposed to it. And I've seen Marcus Rashford as well tweeting about it. Um, sort of a message about football is for the fans. Or football without the fans is nothing. Uh, a quote by Sir Matt Busby. Okay, so yeah, we are seeing a lot of uh, players starting to come against it now in a way. And... I think this is probably one of the main things that'll have to happen if it is to stop, but you never know. It could be no going back at this rate. 
Yeah, it's kind of the way. Um, I suppose everybody is talking about it, and I mean nobody's like completely slandering it. Like I know everybody's talking up Pep and Klopp for being these great um visionaries. They're trying to make everybody see sense and not do the Super League. But I haven't heard one of them say if this happens I'll quit or if this happens I'll not be part of it. If uh, if it was the um come to fruition um which i doubt it would but um if it did you can bet your uh bottom dollar that uh pep and Klopp will be on the sidelines and they'll be having no problem cashing in on everything that's going on and all the footballers that are tweeting about it and saying stuff about it same goes for them i i wouldn't see any of them putting a transfer request to leave um because if this is the biggest um payday that most of them would get if they were if they had to go back and play in the in the Premier League, um, for like a team like Newcastle or anything like that, I mean, that just wouldn't happen. They'd obviously stay with their parent club and just continue as normal. So, kind of just talking for talking's sake at the minute, I think. Yeah, and with these teams coming out of their domestic leagues, which they said they would respect, but it's like if what we're hearing from the Premier League, La Liga, and so on, Serie A, that they will face expulsion. Um, if they do go ahead of the Super League, do you think it, this here, could the Champions League and the Premier League for talk's sake exist with the Super League in a way? Would it still be the same as it is right now? Have that interest within all around the world of football? Yeah, I suppose it, it would definitely exist like because it is a big product and a lot of people watch it. But then again, take away the big six and not a lot of interest would be shown really so i think i'll talk about expulsion and um, would definitely not occur anyway if they did go and play the super league they'd have to stay in the premier league because you just couldn't say promote six clubs from the championship and then you'd have leicester city probably winning the league most years and they all challenge from wolves or west ham it's just yeah wouldn't wouldn't be right um and obviously all the money they would lose um, in the background as well. And the, the Champions League just loses all meaning, really. They'd just be PSG and uh, Bayern Munich and Dortmund would be the, the main contenders every year. So I think it would definitely still exist, but it, it just wouldn't be that good. Everybody will just, I know they'll probably be like, I wouldn't watch the Super League, but the, they would uh, consider and what matches would be offered up in the in the Champions League, especially the the new format that's being launched in 2024. It's pretty shambolic as well, which everybody's kind of not really focused on because of the Super League. Um, it's just overshadowed it, but the the new UEFA um, tournament um, uh, guidelines are just terrible. Like, more teams in it, more games, and just doing what they're complaining about the super league just making more money off the back of that so yeah it's kind of just tit for tat in the in terms of youth and all the american owners and stuff yeah that's right and also i think i've seen in youth's reforms for the champions league there's going to be two places now for elite clubs which is a bit strange as well from what they're complaining about the super league now the clubs can get in without on merit now which is something i find a little bit strange maybe this is probably this is probably a main protest against uh, the Champions League reforms. I do know that um, Juventus or a lot of the Italian clubs have complained about the revenue in the Champions League not being enough money for them. 
So they want more games, which is why it's going to be 10 games guaranteed for each club in the Champions League then, under the new reform. And, um, yeah, so I wonder then, actually, if you think the founding members, none of them be relegated from this here Super League, if they change that around and said, OK, then we will allow members can get relegated from it. Do you think that maybe would bring more people on side and more clubs would change your tune? Um, yeah, I suppose it could. Uh, that the... I think it's kind of like it's a cartel or something. <laughs> yeah, there's no real, just a mafia. Nobody's really getting relegated and stuff like that. And you kind of don't really have to. I mean, once you lose your first couple of games and you can't make the the playoffs at the end of the season, then you've kind of got nothing to play for. But I mean, that's the way it works in America, and that's kind of what they're basing it on. Just like the the NFL, just like draft picks and stuff like that, probably would be. I mean, if they were to do that, it kind of would be interesting. Like, the team that finishes bottom of the the um, group, as it would be, would have the first pick of the, the winning player from the the team that wins the overall tournament. Like, so you could see, like, Spurs, if they finish bottom, and, uh, say, Barcelona won it, then that means Spurs could just go ahead and pick Messi, and then it would kind of average out then, so you wouldn't have the same team finishing bottom all the time. So... If, they, if it was to happen and they were kind of introducing rules like that, kind of actually wouldn't mind it. Um, once you get used to it, it'll be um, quite interesting. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not very sure of how it would ultimately work, to be honest. <coughs> and yeah, that's also something people are complaining about, how these teams are being part of the Super League. We also you know Liverpool, Man United, History, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Inter Milan, AC Milan, Juventus. I suppose Chelsea now you can say as well, they've won a European Cup. The likes of Manchester City, Arsenal and Spurs. Uh, that might be a bit um, dubious, people thinking how they're part of the Super League. Yeah, I suppose it's just the way it works. Um, like in 1992, when the, the Premier League reformed, you had teams like Aston Villa and Wolverhampton won, or Wolverhampton, that were big players at the time and they they were able to get picked off the back. I think it's just that kind of thing, the, the moment in time we're in, that obviously Spurs and Arsenal not playing the best in a minute and haven't got, well, Spurs definitely haven't got that many trophies, but um, if you look at club size and the finance that they would bring, they would bring definitely more to the table than, say, a, like a Crystal Palace or a, a Southampton. So it's kind of, I can see... Um, why there's uproar but I think ultimately the the main thing is to make money and definitely Spurs and Arsenal have a, a lot of fans and a lot of ways to generate income so definitely can see why they're in the in the Super League and yeah we also seen then Bayern Munich, PSG and Dortmund have came out and said they're not um, going to take part in the Super League and do you think that there's a bit of a strange move by the Emmons, or do you think the more clubs now are gonna uh, follow their follow their uh, pathway? Um, I suppose now they're kind of everybody's looking at Bayern and they've gone up in everybody's estimation. Um, even without not even doing anything, just putting out the odd statement saying they're not gonna play in the league, and everybody's just like ah, oh, loving it. So they're getting more followers on social media, they're getting more interaction. So everybody's a fan of it and. I mean, uh, yeah, Germany, I kind of agree, because they've got that 50 
51% thing where obviously the fans own the clubs and if that was the case over here in England um, that would be the same like obviously all fans would not want to, to go into this Super League so as you can see of all protests at the minute so yeah definitely Germany I can see not wanting to go into it and I can I agree with that um, but I think Paris Saint-Germain would um, definitely be in it if their owner wasn't like associated with the Champions League and he was on the Champions League board. Um, he would be all for it, hundred percent. So, yeah, I, I mean, they're saying they're gonna get five more clubs to join it, and I definitely don't see them having a, having an issue to get five clubs. I think loads of clubs, even if they were to offer this up to more Premier League teams, like if they're allowed to bring a couple more in, I think you would see probably five or six more. Like of their owners definitely say they want to join. I wouldn't say their fans would want to join, but I think Everton and Newcastle would definitely be first to the first in the line to try and get into it. So, yeah, you can kind of see it both ways then. All right, uh, thank you very much for joining us for this podcast, and do make sure to check out any future Everything Football shows.